Welcome, everyone, to the Dakota Nerds Podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. What up? Call me Koala Bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, an inside joke that nobody gets. And uh, if you want to know what that uh, koala joke means, uh, I don't know, be, be friends with us. I, I, I'm not going to explain it. However, if this is your first episode, I highly recommend you go to intro.thatkindofnerd.com, learn a little bit about us, a little bit about the show, and then you can dive headfirst into this episode. Listen to episode 86. Episode, okay, well, we're going we're gonna to do the game a little bit. Let me let me read you the, uh, the, the summary uh, for this. Super Mario Run hits the App Store. Uh, there are uh, many uh, NESs coming out. The new DuckTales cast is absolutely amazing. And uh, Josh tells us what show he finished binge-watching. I have no idea what that could possibly I feel like Woohoo is in the Where, title. Yeah. <laughs> woo-hoo. It's Woohoo, DuckTales, and Google. There you go. Yeah, that's a CJ title. You know how you can tell? Because it's not funny. <laughs> It's very straight and to the point. Describes what's happening in the show. (laughs) This is the shit you're about to get into. Well, let's start off the show talking about, geez, the really complicated world this week of TV and movies in a segment that we call Screen to Stream. Uh, So complicated. There's just a lot. There's just a lot of things going on. Stuff is streaming and screaming. I I don't know what's going on. Well, we'll we'll get to some drama in, in just a moment. But first, I need to talk about. All right, so let's talk about one of the many exciting trailers that came out this week. Uh, it was my personal favorite. It was the new Detective Pikachu trailer. Ah, dude, I I enjoyed this immensely. We've got to see way more Pokemon. Uh, we got to hear more Ryan Reynolds, and then uh, the the thing that just had me just laughing, just just uh just my sides were hurting was the Mister Mime at the end trying to escape uh, and not being able to do anything. I I thought it was just uh just real funny, and if you haven't seen it. You owe it to yourself to go check it out. Got a little more uh, uh, movie, like storyline context. I I enjoyed it. I definitely am looking forward to this movie. Not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. That's my thoughts. Here's a question I have for you, Brian. And Josh, I want to hear your opinion on it. um, You're you're up-to-date-esque on the Pokemon world, right? Would you call yourself a Pokemon fan? Not fanboy, but fan ish okay for people who are not right do you think that showing a ton of pokemon is going to draw people in like did that help the trailer at all or was that just a fact and it's it's really no i think ryan reynolds helps the trailer okay just the fact that we saw a pikachu drinking coffee with ryan reynolds voice was was enough right i i think i think i think ryan reynolds will will bring in the the non-fans who are guys i think cute animals will bring in the non-fans who are girls I think Mewtwo will bring in everybody else. Yeah, that was pretty epic. But Josh, I want to get your opinion on the trailer first. And then, yeah, I want to talk to Mewtwo. Ryan Reynolds. And there's good humor. I, I'm not familiar at all with any of this stuff. I was right. I don't were, know who I mean, anybody is. Were you impressed when you saw a whole bunch of new Pokemon? Or were you just like, oh, that's a thing. And that thing's got a ton that's really long. That's weird. I wouldn't know if it's new or old. or. Gotcha. If I, why are you focusing on the tongue, Josh? Seriously. I wasn't. I didn't say anything. There's about plenty it. of other Pokemon. I, I, I didn't me. say anything about the tongue. Yeah, 
Learn learn voices. I know voices, but I feel like you were speaking for Josh. Like Josh had no, mentioned something to no, you he... in like a side text <laughs> message. Like, yo, would you see the tongue on that motherfucker? Like, I, I don't... <laughs> that fucker can eat a whole lollipop in one yeah, lick. He could totally. You know how many licks it'll take to get to the center of a tootsie roll for that thing? One. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk about the the big reveal at the end, which uh, for Pokemon fans, I, I thought was really exciting. Was we saw a lot of Mewtwo, which um, not a lot. I, I mean, scene. like, we saw more Mewtwo saw, than like, Charizard. Do you mean, like, a lot, like, you saw like the detail. full body? Yes, we saw... Okay, yes. A lot of The Mewtwo. camera lingered on him a little bit more. Right. We, 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 yeah. he, he got a lot of screen time. Which, uh, I mean, personally, I would have liked to save as the surprise, but okay. I mean, Mewtwo is extremely popular. Well, I mean, let's put it this way, CJ. There are, uh, at this moment, right now, um, 937 Pokemon... <laughs> And Mewtwo is just one of them. So there still could be some surprises down the road. I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll get a, a... What the hell is that freaking lion thing's name? Like, Tree Fear or whatever I don't, I don't the know. If it's it not, is. If, if it's not the original 151, I don't know what it is. Maybe, maybe we'll get the one that looks like a popsicle or a trash bag. <laughs> You're so those, those are going to be exciting. But to... to... Uh, I do want to talk about, though, something that went along with this trailer, which, uh, again, just made me giggle with glee and realize that Ryan Reynolds is perhaps... This was more exciting than the, the trailer. ...the funniest person in the world. Ryan Reynolds put out a little uh, uh, a video called... What was it called? Outside the Actors Studio? Yeah, something like that. And uh, it talks about how he was method acting to become Detective Pikachu. And uh, I, just want, I just want to play uh, my, my favorite clip from this one, just real quick. You know, this is a funny anecdote. I was, uh, I was on my way to pick up my daughters from school when I heard that I got the role. Well, I didn't show up at school because Detective Pikachu, he doesn't know who those two little girls are. Who are they? Uh, so that was uh, just just a, a giggle to that. And then, of course, his lovely wife shows up in the video. Yeah, I think this shows more about how wonderful Blake Lively oh is than Ryan Reynolds. She's like, he didn't even just, he didn't even change his voice. It's just him. <laughs> and Ryan Reynolds just... she, is, she is funny I'd like to see them in, both together in a movie that's not Green Lantern in like a comedy f- fashion I think she's hilarious She, yeah her timing so it was fantastic and I love how he goes they may not uh, be talking to me but when they look up at the big screen this summer they'll be seeing Detective Pikachu cut to Blake Lively yeah yeah we're not going just <laughs> freaking gold I love this it was hilarious and uh, just a good, good ton of cheek and again Ryan Reynolds, I don't know what 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 genius he has, but the guy can market fucking anything. The the gin and the coffee that he did with Hugh Jackman, hilarious. Oh, that was great. That was great, right? And then all the marketing for Deadpool, right? Just fan fantastic. And you know, like he's the guy behind this. Anyway, enough gushing about that. It was a great video. Highly recommend you go check it out. Somebody's got a crush. Oh, who doesn't have a crush on Ryan Reynolds? I mean, I honestly, I'm not making fun of it. I'm I'm, I'm right there with you. <laughs> Now, fully, fully too messing. Fully too messing. Now, Josh, you threw this into the show notes here, and I am very excited to to talk about this as well. Kevin Smith has announced the start of the production of Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Uh, tell me a little bit about why this was such an exciting uh, thing to to read. Uh, Kevin Smith, uh, Kevin Smith movie, Jay and Silent Bob, uh, return of Brody Bruce from Mallrats fame. I mean, so Jason Lee coming back into it. Right, and and then uh, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing that's weird, and I'm sorry, no, cut please, you off go, there. Go, go. You'll you'll go back, but like the first Jay and Silent Bob, or uh, had Banky in it, the other Jason Lee character. Yes, the one from the one from Chasing Amy. 
Yes. Correct. But now they're going to br- bring back Brody. Right. Well, Brody was in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back as well. Where? He is running the comic book store that they go to before they go to California. So, like, the very beginning of the movie? Yeah. yeah so Jason Lee's that. in it twice? Jason Lee is in it twice. It was like that movie with Seth Rogen well, where Seth Rogen no, fights No, I don't Seth think Banky's in there. I think it's Brody, and then I think it's Ben Affleck's character from Yes. No. Banky. Yes, it's Ben Affleck's character. Banky signed a deal. He sold the, the rights to the... Banky was the... They kept calling him a tracer, and he kept freaking out about it. He Almost positive. I'm almost I, don't, I don't know if I agree with you at all. To I don't know. IMDb. They're both in it. Brody Bruce, Banky Edwards. He's in it twice, right? Yep. I thought. So I, I only remembered Banky, and you only remembered Brody. <laughs> so you're both right? Pretty this much. is very anticlimactic. I didn't like this. I don't know what to tell you. I just didn't remember Brody was in it. So uh, the fact that he's that he's back, great. Uh, give me give me all of the Brody. Mallrats is like it's it's one of my all time like classics for me. So I, I don't I don't have a ton to say about it. I mean I think everybody gets it. It's a Kevin Smith movie. I'm gonna be there. Yeah, and uh, this I mean hopefully will be better than you know a couple of his last movies, which I haven't been. A huge fan of, but I've been, you know, I, I enjoyed them. Yoga Hoser. Not I watched help. Yoga Hosers. It was all right. I, I I would not I would not tell people to like go watch. Oh it. no, I would tell I people to go like, watch Red State. S- like that'd be that's a great movie. Go watch Red that. State was fantastic. It's a great movie. You should watch it. It's a great Kevin Smith one. I wouldn't tell anyone to watch Tusk. You know, it's hit and miss. The irony of this situation and the fact that this is a, a reboot, right? Uh is on Kevin's one of Kevin Smith's uh podcasts, Hollywood Babylon. He has a segment uh, <laughs> called No Thanks, We Already Got One, in which they pass judgment and say, uh, no thanks, we don't need reboots. There's no need for that. And uh, when this came up again on his show, they're just like, ah, well, you know, uh, this is uh, making fun of reboots. This is a reboot that makes fun of reboots. So, I mean, we're cool, right? Is it's it a really reboot, reboot or is it a, a sequel? It's a sequel. Well, why, then, well you know, the whole concept, it's called reboot because the whole concept is that they are going to reboot the Blunt Man and Chronic movie. Right. And Jay and Silent Bob, much like in Strike Back, are trying to stop it like they tried to stop the first Blunt Man and Chronic movie. So, so it's a reboot in the essence that they're they're kind of rehashing the same type of story, but they're making fun of, of the reboot reboots in general. Perfect. Great. So uh, we don't have a release date, right? We just have a start of production, which should be awesome. And knowing Kevin Smith, it's probably going to be a couple months of filming. Yeah, start of production is 2019. It'll probably be out by the end of this year or early next yeah, year. Turn- turns around things pretty quickly so fantastic very excited for that so when i had uh, introduced this topic right i said there was a lot of things going on a little bit of drama and uh now it's time to confront that drama heads on and uh oh wait that's heads yeah, on. heads on yeah multiple heads all, all three, three of, of our, our heads, heads are gonna lower on. down like a ram and we're gonna we're just what gonna... are we what head what are are our heads on so uh brian people are very angry right now at netflix and the reason that they're very angry at netflix is apparently in the uk Netflix has changed the ending to The Notebook, and people are just they're, they're just losing their minds. What's wrong with the Alzheimer's ending for the UK? So, this is different, right? So, uh, spoiler alert for The Notebook, I guess? Uh, Movie's like 10 years old. If you haven't seen The Notebook by now, A, you'll never see it. B, you're dead inside. C, it's not that great a movie. So I, don't think I'm I'm, I don't think I'm dead inside. This is one of those that I'm not seeing. I, I didn't see on principle. principle. No, I'm see. dead inside as well. I'm just saying. All right. So uh, the the spoil the ending for the, the notebook ends with the two of them right finally having this moment of lucidity because one of them has Alzheimer's and they lay in bed together and then 
since they both remember each other, they 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 die, right? Nurse comes in and goes, Oh no, they died. True love. Yeah, they die together. Yeah, this this doesn't show that. They show them lying in bed and then just a just geese flying a, flying away over a body of water. Canada gooses? Uh maybe Canadian geese? Yeah, Canada gooses. Yes. The goose eye of Canada. If you look, if you got a problem with Canada gooses and you got a problem with me, and I suggest you let that one marinate. So here's the weird part. Uh, Nicholas Sparks, the author of the book, and I guess he had something to do with the movie? I, I don't know. I uh, had no idea that this was happening. Uh, just, they're like, okay. Uh, people are really upset about it, which I didn't know was like, I didn't know that was the ending that made people like really have the feels. But it leaves the question of like, what happened with Netflix? Like, why would they change the ending to a movie? And why just in the UK? Well, I mean, why just in the UK indeed? It's just weird. I have more questions. Than I have no answers for this, by the way. Oh, what the hell? I thought you were introducing this to explain it to no, me. I've yeah. got no answers. I have questions. Well, the only thing that Netflix the said, balls, the only thing Netflix said was, <laughs> this is what Netflix said. Netflix UK put out a statement saying, this wasn't us. We didn't change again. We didn't request this. This was just the edit that was given to us. So, Shut up. Just, I'm so sorry, but this is what the studio gave us. The studio gave them an alternate end. Right. Like, like someone, you know how, like, sometimes there's different edits for, like, you're on TV, you're on a plane, right? Things get cut out. Things yeah, no, I, I, yeah, this has been formatted to fit your screen. Yes. Right. And the runtime and, and stuff like that. I'm fully aware of I what feel you... like this is what happened. There's some guy in the UK going, oh, this would be great. Well, listen, if we just completely just do a different ending, it will everyone go mental. Not a different ending. They just cut the ending short. But it doesn't have the, like, the, the, the gut punch at the end to really send that movie home. It's just weird. I, I, did, I don't. Did when okay. they died, did the nurse find their notebook? Like, what happened to the? That's what I'm curious about. Is what happened to the notebook? I'm sure it was sold off in an estate of some kind. I think they just threw it out at that point. Was this why you shit? just threw it out? There was no like their next of kin. We uh, we really don't care what happened to the actual notebook. We care what happened to the people. That's nope. Like- no, I, the movie's called The Notebook. It's Nicholas not called Sparks these, picked, it's not called these two fucking happened. idiots. Uh, it's also not called uh, Geese at the End, right? Gooses. Uh, I, Goosen. Um, Canada Gooses. Canada Goosen. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Nicholas Sparks was working at the nursing home and picked it up and said, hey, this will be my script. Okay, bye. I've watched plenty of movies that have alternate endings, and some of them are sometimes better than the actual ending. And some series, like some TV shows, have better alternate endings. I'm looking at you, How I Met Your Mother. Anyway. I would love it if Netflix would maybe do some of the better alternate endings and put those out there. I think that'd be what a cool the, little. What was the alternate ending to How I Met Your Mother? So yeah, right. instead of completely wasting uh, the actual mother character itself and him ending up with Robin, uh, he doesn't end up with Robin. They just remark on the life that he had with the mom and they put a couple extra scenes in there with their relationship. And uh, they also kind of fix a little bit of the stuff with Barney and Robin just a little bit, too. And everyone just kind of ends is a little bit Is that an actual alternate yes. ending or is that no, 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 no. cut? It's an actual alternate ending. But she still died, right? She still died, but it, but it wasn't... She still died and he didn't end up with Robin? Right. And he goes, and kids, that's how it Bullshit. ends. It's him going, no, no, here, no. I'm not getting into this fight, but him ending up with Robin was, was awful. What? The worst that's where it started that's it's exactly where it should end it's the worst with the, ending. with the blue horn no it's so bad that's, that no so bad brian you don't like it either no i fucking hate that the entire premise of that show was eight years of ted getting over robin right then he finally gets over robin and gets with the love of his life just to go back to robin it's bullshit 
and it completely invalidates the rest of the series. Now, listen, I don't think it does. No, you're it completely wrong. It truly does. The listener, what I've done is I've included in the show notes after this story here the link to the YouTube video with the alternate ending of How I Met Your Mother. I highly suggest you go check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. This next story, I I, I just got to read the headline for you, and uh, we'll have a laugh. We all remember Topher Grace, right? From that 70s show. And that one movie with, uh, what's his face? Um, Dennis Quaid? Dennis Quaid, thank you. Dennis Quaid. Called, uh, in, good, in, good company company? Company? in Good Company. In Good Company. Yeah. for Grace, whose claim to fame, of course, is that 70s show. Apparently, I think he really wants to be an editor because he edited all 10 Star Wars movies into one super trailer called Star Wars Always. And, but why did he do it? Well, his wife was out of town for the weekend. He had something to do. The guy did it in a weekend. It's a brilliant uh, five-minute trailer. And, uh, man, this... It, it, it's great. Josh, what were your first impressions of this thing? I'll tell you what, this is really solid editing. Not the way to introduce somebody to Star Wars because spoilers. Yes. Right? But, like, for those of us who've seen Star Wars more than four times, Brian, it's, like, it's a really, like, a really solid, um, I don't even want to say recap. Like, the way that, the way that he overlaid new stuff with old footage was really really cool and and it wasn't obviously it's you know somewhat out of order but like the story was in order which was very cool Brian what about you man I'm sorry I'm watching it again <laughs> in fact now I feel like I have to watch all 10 Star Wars movies this is solid it's really compelling I think yeah, Topher ed- Grace should take a part time job as an editor yeah the editing was really really good see this is not the first time that he's done something editing wise so after Topher Grace got done playing David Duke uh, in Black Klansman, he needed to get out of that character. And what he decided to do was to make his own fan-edited version of The Hobbit. He took took the whole Hobbit trilogy and shrunk it down to a whole two-hour movie. Which, I mean, if, if it was anything like this trailer, I'd, I'd like to watch it. I think Take it would out be the fantastic. walking, it's probably two hours. Take out all the superfluous crap that wasn't in the book, yeah, like it's the, two hours. We don't need the, them floating down barrels in the river and... Yeah, them dancing in Bilbo's house. Yeah, and yeah the shit. whole the whole cleaning the plate scene. I don't need that. I did not yeah, see the no third Hobbit that. movie because I just didn't care. Uh, the third one's the best one. It was the best one. Was... You gotta. How do you not see the third one? I was so done after Smaug. I was like, I don't really care anymore. I just never saw it. Smaug. Smaug. Smaug is cool. Smaug is great. That's the last cool. one I saw. Talking dragon. I liked. I liked Smaug. the the desolation of Smaug and the uh, the what. Mm, Five armies? Was that what Battle it was? of the Five Armies? Yeah, I like those two better than the first one. Wait a minute. Hang on. Hold on, I'm reading this the article that explained the fact that he did this for The Hobbit. Apparently, yeah. he's done this before that too. He had cut together the trilogy, the first three Star Wars movies, down to eighty five minutes. Well, that just seems unneeded. Come on, Topher. You're talking about four, four, five, and six? I think so. I'm reading it right no, now. No, no, or no. Or the prequels. If it's the prequels, I'm, I'm on board. Yeah, on, prequels, Because you can, you can delete, like, all of episode It was the prequels. And, and this, it was the prequels. Okay, so the, and the fact that he made it 85 minutes should tell you everything you need to know about the prequels. In 2002, he learned how to use editing software by recutting George Lucas's much mangled Star Wars prequels into an 85-minute feature. Wow. Even yeah. managed to screen it once before, you know, he, he got threatened with a lawsuit um that's incredible the problem is none of his edits will ever see the light of day no but right? like so i'm surprised this uh star wars always hasn't been taken off the internet oh it's on reddit so i don't know like, no but it's hosted on youtube is it hosted on it's youtube hosted on youtube 
Okay. I the I link I gave get, you guys was I Reddit. think you get fair use out of this when it when it comes to that. But this is crazy. I did not know that Topher Grace really has like a part time uh like passion for editing out of all things. Topher, anytime you want to edit this podcast, I'd be gladly let you take this off my hands. Just just putting that out there. I'm really surprised by this. Uh, I saw this headline. And I I had to throw this in here because I, I understood the words, but not in the order in which they were arranged. Turn up, Charlie is a new Netflix series where Idris Elba is a DJ turned nanny, uh, and this of course is going to be a comedy series dropping on Netflix on March 14th. I'm sorry, March 15th. I, I when I watched the trailer for this, which I, you you have to, I'm so in. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's like, what if the pacifier, but it was good? Uh, oh, okay. I mean. A little too hard? All right, cool. Hit me with a different yeah, direction. Go ahead. I'm, I'm open. Yeah, I mean, you're, you can't really, like, Vin Diesel is not Idris Elba. No. So, we, right? We can't. We can agree on that. Yes. Yeah. We're not going to compare the two. Um, but it looks unbelievable. Like. The, unless it's the the best made trailer you've ever seen, this looks like it's going to be very funny. Yes, and it looks like there's some drama in there. I mean, you've got a little uh, 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 Piper Parabo action in there. Haven't seen her since. Uh... You mean Coyote Ugly? No, 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 no. no, no. There's a show on USA that she was. Yeah, I love that show, Covert Affairs. Covert Affairs. Yeah, That's that right. was like the 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 first appearance of like Florence and the Machine first appeared for me in Covert Affairs season one episode one. Uh, with the uh, there was the theme music it was Florence yeah, and the Machine. I didn't know that. That's Dog, a great show. Dog Days was the theme song for Covert oh. Affairs. See that yeah. shows how much I paid attention to Covert. Affairs. But here's the thing, Piper Parabo, um, I think has uh, aged incredibly well. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's not a bad actress, and this is good, and I think she pairs well with Idris Elba, at least from what I'm seeing. But like. His timing is impeccable. He's a great actor. Yeah. He can do whatever. And it seems like it's a decent story. Like, is it corny? Yeah. Suspension of disbelief required? Absolutely. But like, it seems, it seems, it seems okay. Yeah. What's the suspension of disbelief that Idris Elba would ever be an out of work DJ? No, that uh, these rich people would trust an out of work DJ to watch their like troubled child. Oh. But that's okay. where the hilarity comes in. <laughs> I get it. I get, I get it. it. Yeah. But like, you know, 10 seconds before the trailer ends, he drinks piss. So. Who <laughs> pisses in lemonade? <laughs> a, oh, man. I, I When I was watching the trailer, I was like, this is going to be a great movie. I'm going to enjoy this movie. And they're like, season one dropping March 15th. I'm like, this is eight episodes? This is eight episodes. I'm, yeah, okay. This is a weekend. This will be done. Like, yes. Count me in. And may I have season two already, please? Can I have, can I have the second season, please? Brian, could you tell us a little bit about uh, your impressions of this? I, I don't know if I need to see a 10-hour show of The Pacifier with a DJ. I don't See, CJ said the same thing, and I don't agree that you can compare Vin Diesel to Idris Elba. It's not about, it's not about the person. It's about the concept. Big, tough guy who doesn't seem fatherly. Get, has to be fatherly for one reason or another. Did you like Man on Fire? That's different. That's oh, not, is no, that no, no. different? There's a lot no, of people no, no. being it is murdered different. and that's killed. Not, yeah. That's not playing. Yeah, that's, that's I get not it. But like, for, it's a redemption it's story, it, right? Okay, let me. Can, if I can, I can I can, can I finish? I, I don't know. Are you gonna flap your head some more? 
it's not playing it for laughs in Man on Fire, where this is a very, very uh, done-to-death trope. It's the pacifier. It's, uh, what what was that Hulk Hogan one? Um, something nanny oh, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's the spy next door. It's, like, every every tough guy, every guy, like, has done this movie. It's not, it's tiresome. It's not funny anymore. The Tooth Fairy. I'm not, and I love right. Idris Elba. I just, I, I'm not chomping at the bit for this. See, I think, I think this, this, this looks like this is going to work in when other times it has, it has failed. And I think it's because you've got the right talent in there to do it. I think Idris Elba will. Suburban Commando. That's the Hulk Hogan one. But I liked the game plan. That was it, right? The game plan with the rock. Wasn't that the game same? plan with the rock? Tooth Fairy with the rock. That's really good. Game plan is a good movie. I'm in. I, I'm in. I'm in for this. I like Piper Parabo. That's except for the fact that in Coyote Ugly, that moron gives up the first appearance of Punisher for her because she's dumb. <laughs> a terrible decision. <laughs> well, that's how he expressed his love. That's that, there's better ways to express your love. <laughs> yes, I suppose. So now that we're done talking about the world of movies, let us turn our attention to the world of comics. How it's see how it's affecting TVs, how it's affecting movies, but most of all, how is that affecting Brian this week, ladies and gentlemen? It's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk! So we got our first Red Band trailer for Hellboy, the reboot uh, starring Sheriff Dumpster Fire from Stranger Things. And, uh... Do you know his real name? David Harbinger? Harbinger? Harbor? Harbor. 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 Sheriff Dumpster Fire. Sheriff Dumpster Fire is a lot easier to say. Uh, I'm very curious to get your reaction, starting with Brian. Um... I know last time we talked about this, I was very skeptical. I still am. I think it's going to be good, but it, it's it's not Guillermo. So, like, and you can tell just because the Guillermo del Toro's movies were very practical. A lot of, like, makeup effects and puppets and stuff like that. Whereas this seems like a ton of CGI. A lot of it. It looks cool. It looks like large escape. I'll definitely give it a shot. I'm ready. It comes out like what April fifth? It's literally like a month away. April twelfth. April twelfth. Josh, what about you? What did you feel about this? Um, I mean, tell boy, you know, I'll see it. It's gonna be an IMAX movie for sure. Um, it. I mean, look, it's got Ian McShane in it. It's got Mila Jovovich, um, who looks amazing, and the whole cast looks looks pretty decent. Like, I don't, I don't have, I don't have any objections. But like Brian was saying, I'm also not blown away. You know what I mean? Like there's, it looks cool. I see. I'm in the- um, but I don't. I don't think anybody was expecting the first Hellboy to be what it was either. So true. true I'm true. glad to hear that. That's your impressions too, because I, I'm in the same boat. I, I as I'm watching this trailer, there's moments like yeah, and there's other moments like uh, uh, all right, whatever. I'm yeah, very whelmed. Yes, I'm yes, very yes. whelmed. It, it's it's a very roller coaster thing of of how do I feel about this movie. It ends with a good enough note that I'm like, all right, like I'll use my AMC A list and I'll I'll see this, but I, like I'm not gonna run to the theater. I, I hope it's good. I hope maybe there were some reviews come out and, and maybe make me change my mind. But this is one of those movies where I'm gonna have to wait to see what other people think before I'll go give my time to that. Right now, I'm having a hard time getting to the movies, and this is not one that's motivating me to to sit down. Yeah, not dry. I live across the street from a movie theater, <laughs> so it's a little easier for me to make that happen. I'll walk. Not compelling you to go to the theater. Right. 
Speaking of not compelling you to go to the theater, this is my own personal take, and I'll speak for myself. The trailer for uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix came out and uh, doesn't bode well uh, for the movie. Uh, very curious to hear your thoughts. I am uh, not for this movie. I'm, I'm, and I'm not for this trailer in the sense of I hate the fact that this trailer gives up a major twist right away. I'll tell you what I thought of the Dark Phoenix Please. trailer. Yes. I am underwhelmed. I don't think that that what you think they give away is this huge spoiler. I'm pretty sure it happens in the first 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. But I, my problems with it, when the last time we talked about this, are the same problems I have with it now. They have not done anything differently from X-Men The Last Stand. It, it just looks like we're rehashing it with new characters, and we're going to kill off half the X-Men. And then at the same time, I have the added bonus of, the Disney deal is final. I know this isn't going to mean anything. I know there's not going to be another movie with this cast. I know Disney's just going to reboot it. So why bother? Uh, because it's X-Men and you got to see it. Like, yeah. I, I contractually it. obligated. I, right? I am contractually obligated, but I'm not contractually obligated to be excited about it. No, 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 no. You don't have to be excited about it. You just have to go see it. Here's the thing, Brian. Don't forget, this isn't the last X-Men movie we're going to get. There's allegedly new mutants out there somewhere. Oh, uh, yeah. come on. I'm pretty sure that's that's not happening anymore. Where is that's that movie? It's been delayed indefinitely. That's the horror one? Yeah. yeah. That's not going to happen. It's been delayed indefinitely. Are we cool to talk about the spoiler from the trailer? Because it's in the trailer? Like, Yeah. All right, cool. So the, the spoiler in the trailer is, of course, the death of Mystique, uh, which is Jennifer Lawrence. Now, it is, it is known uh, that Jennifer Lawrence, not a fan of the Mystique makeup. She actually had an allergic reaction to it. Uh, she doesn't like getting there uh, early to do it. Also, she's a big enough freaking star. She's an Oscar winner, for Christ's sake. And, uh, you know, not a big fan of being covered in, in blue shit. Uh, so I can definitely see her just kind of going in and going, oh, listen, you, you've got me for a couple weeks, but, like, that's it. I'm I'm, I'm out. Um, I also have a problem, and I think, Brian, uh, we talked about this privately. Uh, they made a mistake casting her to begin yeah. with from, from the get-go. You don't cast Katniss to be a villain who and you don't cast Jennifer Lawrence who's very I don't want to say girl next door but she's she she is she's she's you don't cast that person to be a villain Mystique is has been just out and out evil and like the moment you cast her now not only do you need to make her a hero but you need to have the entire story center around her and you shifted the focus away from Professor X and Magneto which is what this trilogy was supposed to be about anyway. So, I, I listen, as much as I do enjoy her in the role, they were doomed from the start the moment they cast her. Can I ask, what was the Jessica Chastain? She's an alien. She is a, she is a leader of the Hellfire Club. Okay. Right, well, Hellfire Club, the Hellfire Club was in X-Men First Class, but she is supposed to be a leader of this new sect or this new cult that is going to probably corrupt gene with the phoenix force. here i'll give you exactly what her motivation is because uh i also want to address the other part you may go cj i watched this trailer i mean we can't definitively say mystique died and i said all right maybe from the trailer you can't definitively definitively say that but let's go to entertainment weekly where simon kinberg the director of the movie said yeah we kill her off uh, and they also talked a little bit about what's going on with Jessica Just Justine's character, and he said that she is hunting a force. And if you 
know what that force is. Uh, if you're a comic book fan, you'll you'll know it. And she wants to control it and destroy it. And they go in the interview. Oh, so the the phoenix. And they're like, yeah. Okay, so uh, what's Justine's powers going to be? He's like, oh, well, she's basically like Jean. She can manipulate people's minds. He gave away a huge chunk of the movie in this freaking interview. And uh, this trailer was just like, yeah, I guess so. Like, here's your, They just movie. don't give a shit anymore they because they care. know they're not making another X-Men movie under the Fox label. So whatever. I, I would be fine with, hey, we know this is going, so let's really huzzah. Let's really just let's just go for it. Let's just swing for the fences and, and let's. Let's make a movie that takes a, a risk and a chance, but this is just really defeatist, and I'm, I'm sad. I'm going to see it because movie, and I, I, I will. But like again, this is very similar to the last trailer we just talked about. It is not. My time right now is so precious. I don't think this is going to drive me to go to the movie theater right away. It's just I, I just I just don't get it. I don't. When is this June? Yeah, this is going to tank. I mean, I don't know what's coming out in June. Well, that's but, the thing. I they mean, moved this movie. This movie's been moved. Yeah, it, it would have been much better served coming out in February when it was supposed to. Dark Phoenix is June 7th, so it's the first movie that comes out. It's got a week on Men in Black. Um, it's got two, And it's got two weeks in, on Toy Story. It's going to be just fun. This is one of the movies, again, could just be a black screen. People are going to go see it. It's, it. it is one of those movies. Yeah, it's you know what's going to happen? Here's Here's what's going to happen. People will still be going to see Avengers, Star Wars, yep, the Lego right, Movie yes. 2, Wonder Woman, and Captain Marvel. Oh, Captain Marvel comes out, like, right in then. March. Yeah. No, Captain Doesn't Marvel comes out in March. March. Does it? Yeah, what like, comes out the last two weeks of May? May 3rd is Avengers. Oh, God, yeah. People will still be seeing Avengers before they see this. May 17th, you've got John Wick. May 24th, you've got Aladdin. May 31st, you have Rocket Man. Yeah, John, John Wick and Aladdin are going to pull money from this movie. Okay, yep. I I retract my statement, Brian. This will this will be destroyed from this. Yeah, guaranteed. Um, here here's here's I, I do want to address one thing because I we've made the, the conscious effort and people have called me out on it, so I'll, I'll speak for myself again. Uh, over analyzing trailers and really kind of coming at that aspect of hey, you haven't even seen the movie, how can you judge it? Uh, man, the, the interview with the director giving up so much of the information really just kind of being not even tight-lipped at all about the whole plot of this movie. Uh, that's what's really driving my anger uh, towards this. The trailer itself is a fine trailer. It's a good trailer. Uh, even if you're mad about Mystique dying, it's still a decent trailer to sell the movie. But uh, this interview is what, what was the thing that actually made me angry and say I'm, I'm probably not going to be excited about this movie and I don't even know if I'll actually see it hearing the list of movies are coming out next to it. So I, I don't know. <sighs> so uh, it wasn't just my opinion, though. I uh, I decided to turn to you, the fans. Uh, and our question of the week was, what did you think about the trailer for X-Men? So from our Facebook page, our first comment was from Craig Phillips. Craig says, I'm confused because I have no grasp on the X-Men universe anymore. Two all over the place for me. All right. I mean, I, I get that point of view. It's it is all over the place uh, with the casting and the recasting and things changing. And this is yet another sort of departure. Fine. OK. Darnell Lewis says, I liked it, but then I enjoy storytelling as well. All that <laughs> flashing glitz comes second to me. So I'm kind of excited to see where they take it. Oh, geez, that was that seems pessimistic. That was a optimistic. nice backhanded compliment, though. I got to be honest. Paul Castillo says. Confused, sad, flaccid, I miss Wolverine. <laughs> so do I, Paul. Uh, Steve Romance says, seen better acting in donkey shows. 
My favorite part about that comment is Josh went on our Facebook page and then just put a gif of Donkey from Trek. Yeah. Well, I had to lighten it up a little bit there. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think I think Romance does spend quite a bit of time in Tijuana. So, I mean, he may have seen some decent acting. Uh, Jonathan Williams said, nope, I will forever hate Sansa. When I pressed him for an answer, I got no reply. So uh, if you want to clarify yourself there, Jonathan, we uh, welcome some, some clarification. Over on Twitter, uh, Ben Lou said, show too much, like all trailers these days. I agree with you, man, 100%. And uh, Sam Matoro said, agreed, show too much. We need an X-Men reboot in Feige we trust. <laughs> Patreon subscriber Megan Duncole, uh, and I'm reading this for the first time, so pardon me says, for fuck's sake, did they pull Mystique's costume from a bargain bin at the Spirit Halloween store? And I can't imagine there's much more of a story to tell beyond the trailer. Gene goes Thanos on everyone. Smith wants Gene's power. Smith tries to kill Gene. Dot, dot, The end. Yeah, not not possible. My favorite tweet that I saw from this is, why does Jennifer Lawrence look like she's the same color as a Mentos? And uh, the other one I had was they were putting Will Smith's uh, head on <laughs> on on Mystique's body, uh, man, that there is there is not a love not not a lot of love for this this movie so far. I mean, again, I the the trailer was bad. That, that interview really really irked me. Just care. Well, we always welcome your feedback on that. So if you ever want to talk to us about a topic, you can always reach us uh, on Facebook, uh, Twitter, or Instagram at that kind of nerd at that kind of nerd podcast on Instagram. Uh, listen, we just mentioned the man. Let's let's talk a little bit about this. This is, I mean, in news of Odoi, I think the next topic is water is wet. Kevin Feige promises that Disney Plus TV shows will be firmly set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Are we surprised by this? Like, is this a... No, because all the TV shows have been set adjacent to the Marvel Universe. Right. Uh, so the Loki This just stuff, might the dark... mean that they'll actually reference Captain America instead of saying the guy with the shield. Uh, so that would be the Loki show. That will be uh, the Scarlet Witch series as well. The Falcon Winter Soldier show. Wait, that's really happening? Yeah, I read, last time I read that was really I, no, happening. No, no, I, just, I, I thought that was a rumor. I guess, I guess you're right. Um, I mean, this is the other interesting part about this story, and you can just kind of Google it. Kevin Feige has been out in public doing, like, press junkets and, like, talking about movies and, like, giving, like, very covered caged answers about things they're just like so when are we going to see adam they're just like oh very exciting character i'm so glad we got to introduce him and i think he's going to be a great force uh you know when when uh when eventually we decide to to put him into the the movies i think it'd be great just like uh, uh, i mean okay great Th- thanks thanks feige i i mean i guess uh, so Man, that's such a politician answer. I can't even. <laughs> it really is. There's a couple other ones too. They're just like, so what's going on with Guardians of the Galaxy three right now? He goes well. I mean, obviously right now we're still working on the story. There's a lot to be told, and we're very excited to uh, just get it all together and then uh, one day tell the story when uh, when when everybody's ready. It's like, like thank you, not answer. I really appreciate. Basically, you just regurgitating my my question back to me in in, in some form like it's Jeopardy. So. Find some Kevin Feige interviews. They're really interesting right now. Not right now. Always. He's always been like that. Has he really? He's oh. always been dodgy and shady and 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 cagey. Okay. Well, uh, okay. Shady was wrong. Cagey, I think, was the... Whenever whenever they're like, oh, hey, what, are you, what is this doing? What's going on with this? Oh, yeah, it's going great. And when everything's ready, it will be, it'll be ready. And once it's ready, it sounds, you will see it. It sounds like my mom when I ask her a question, like, when's dinner going to be done? Uh, you know, whenever, uh, whenever everything's good. You know, whenever you got your shit together. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll be ready. It's like Whenever you take the trash out, CJ, like I asked you six times. Thanks for the passive-aggressive answer, Mom. Really appreciate it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is my favorite hobby to go around the internet to find the weird and find the obscure, and then I ask these two gentlemen for a tech perspective. Kickstarter, you, you wonderful. One day, just we're going to get rid of this. Tech perspective. Uh, I saw this Kickstarter, you, you beautiful bastard. You give us the weirdest shit that just really makes me scratch my head. Pico, the hackable robot that responds in GIFs and videos. Uh, basically, he's your own personal robot, and uh, it's got a little screen on it, and uh, it's a snarky little uh, little robot that uh, well, kind of does what it says. It, it, it's like if an Alexa had a personality uh, and didn't actually help you, but just gave you a gift to, to make you feel good about things. Well, first off, Alexa doesn't help you. That's right, how, how do you use Alexa? I, I don't have one, so I, I don't know. I'm just going off of going off of stories here. It's terrible. Uh, uh, <laughs> Listen, this this little thing is cute, but I mean, you got to build it yourself. And I like, I mean, listen, I love communicating with gifts, but I feel like, really, at the end of the day, this is just Brian and a robot. Where I'm not really getting. Dude, I gotta, I gotta tell you, I mean, depending on depending on what you can actually, I mean, it looks like voice detection's pretty good, yeah. um, but like it's it's only gonna be as good as you make it. But Josh, they're stealing my identity, and I have a problem with that. <laughs> How are they stealing your identity? This, this is me in a robot form. How do you figure? Only responding with a pulp culture reference? Are you kidding me? 90% of what I say is pop culture references or in GIF format. Uh, all right. I mean, oh, all right. He, no, I would give you the pop culture references. I won't give your GIF game a whole I didn't lot. say it was good. I said yeah, I was I won't. I won't give I you, I won't, yeah. I'll be the judge no. of uh, GIF games here. I'm the reigning champion over here. Don't act like, like I don't have a great gift game. You have a decent gift How game, but you're you? you're you're fucking dad. Oh well, yeah. How you doing there, dad? That's on brand though. Mowing the lawn, dad. That that is on brand though. But it's on brand. <laughs> I'll never step away from what it is. You know what you're getting with me. I just think I think if like if you're really good at building things and like programming things, this could be so, excellent. So here's Joshua. Identity theft is not a joking matter. <laughs> So here's the deal. Right. It is a DIY kit, right? So it comes together with a kit with a Raspberry Pi uh, to put it all together. It looks really easy, but what I like is that there's levels of entry to this. If you are a noob, right, and you don't want to do any programming, this comes preset and good to go, and there's a community that updates it. So this way, if something new comes out, you can have that. But if you are a little more techie, you can kind of get in there, and you can, again, just like Josh said, whatever you put into it, you'll get out of it, right? It's, right. it's got a little bit of... A, B, C, and, and, and D associated with it. Does it have one, two, three? It does, and it took my hand to come with me because it looks so fine that I really want to make you mine. So the thing is seven inches tall. It's got a uh, four-inch screen on it, five-megapixel front-facing camera, which you can disable because that's weird, uh, and a really good uh, it's watching speakers. You. Yes, it is watching you. Uh, right, but the thing is it would need, like, if you disable that camera, you're disabling it reacting to you putting your head down on your desk when you're supposed to be working or you know what I mean? Like it, there, there are, so you're supposed to be working is actually tied into like a, an app that you would have on your computer to say, if I go to this website, call me out on it. So if the camera's not there, it's, it's fine. It's to like, look at you a little bit, like maybe track uh, where it should be, you know, tilting. it's not, it's not, it's not noticing like human movement sure outside it, sure of when it, it's already prompted. I'm sure it could. 
but at the same time, I don't I don't need that robot to do that. Like I'm okay with having an open source platform not run a camera. Why do we keep saying robot? Uh, Futurama. Sorry, robot. Hmm. That's far better. My apologies. So here is the question. Right now, I'm on Kickstarter with 13 days to go at the time of this recording. 274 backers for $52,000 with a goal of $70,000. So not looking good. This thing must be fully funded in order for it to go forward. What is the MSRP for this product? $149.95. All right. Josh? Uh, there's no way this is less than 200 bucks. MSRP, right? MSRP will be $249. Oh, I was... Little. Early bird special if you go on uh, Kickstarter and do this before uh, it, it hits its peak, one seventy nine will get you one. Okay. So I mean, when you look at stuff like uh, Amazon Echoes or the Google Home uh, or even the the HomePod, the fact that you're trying to put this into the same category you as can't, those things, it, you, you can't. You can't. It's, it, it's not a personal assistant. It's just a it's a, it's a dumb little toy. I, I, it is a toy. I, I don't just let's hey just put it in perspective what people know. It's a joke machine. Uh, it is a joke machine. It, it, it's 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 the computer Mad Libs. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I think this is nice. Uh, it'd be great to get as a gift, but I would never buy it. It's going to wear a stand on it. So I hope this works. I hope it's cute. I hope this uh, thing goes on. They can make it a little better, a little cheaper. But uh, I don't know. Color me intrigued. Listen, when you think of a quality mobile device... Right. When you think about a quality cell phone, there is one brand that comes to mind, right? Yes. Energizer. HTC. Nope. Wait, uh, hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I just Energizer. So uh, I love the article. Again, the headline just for the win. This 18,000 milliamp battery has a phone in it. A French telecom company, which I won't dare pronounce, has licensed the, the, the name Energizer and basically slapped a phone onto a, a huge battery pack. There's a picture of it next to an iPhone 10, and I would say the equivalent is about three and a half iPhones thick. This thing is gigantic. Uh, it's it's running Android. Here's my favorite spec about it, right? It's supposed to last you about a, a week or two days, 48 hours of continuous uh, video playback. The best spec about this, it takes eight hours to fully charge and also can be used as a weapon <laughs> yeah absolutely for sure i mean it looks like um like a like a big zune you know what i mean like it's a giant <laughs> it does um, it reminds me of the the gordon gecko phone to be honest but dude i gotta tell you like how much what how much is this phone oh god i i wouldn't i wouldn't even dare to to guess the price it's it's a 6.2 inch screen um 100, 100, 128 gigs of storage. Right. I mean, six gigs of RAM. I, it's it's a. Uh... Thinking he's saying he's you he would use it primarily to watch videos. That's it. And stuffs in the airport and on the airplanes. I don't think you could take this on a plane. I think they'll look at it be like, I'm about? so sorry. It's a weapon. You can take portable chargers in a plane, but you can't bring weapons. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what though. Uh, does it have headphone jack? It better it better have one of those thick ass headphone jacks like in like the reel to reel things that you uh get <laughs> you mean like the full like the full <laughs> like what is it like 6.5 yeah. or something like that i'm looking i don't see a headphone jack so for no. the best oh my best god audio quality please please go look at the top of this <laughs> does it have a notch i don't see a headphone jack uh, so I'm, I'm just saying 
This phone's garbage. Uh, okay, Brian, it does not have a notch. Do you know why it doesn't have a notch, Brian? Because the front-facing camera comes out of the top of the phone. It goes and comes out of the top. Two front-facing cameras. Now they're just trying to creep shit from Star Trek at this point. It's weird. Pop up no. the top. I have no idea how much this will cost. It's also probably going to be available in France. So, like, yeah, no one's ever going to buy this. This is the beauty of Android, right? Is you could just buy a brand and be like, yeah, I want to slap the, the name on there. I got this weird thing I want to make. And they're like, all right, whatever. No one's going to stop you. Go ahead. Do your thing. So if you're looking for a, a battery that can last you a week, uh, it takes eight hours to charge. Who the hell needs their battery to last a week? I don't know. But this one, are you that like no? I can imagine that like you if, you're going, if you're going, if you're going camping, you? like a long term camping trip or something. Yeah, how much is this? I can't find a price anywhere, dude. I've, I'm I'm looking, I'm looking at least one pa- euro. It's called the Power Max. <laughs> it's called the Power Max P18K Pop. All right, finally, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it is our pleasure to let you know when something great is coming in the world of Amazon so you can maximize that private subscription in a segment that we call Exploring the Amazon. Amazon is now letting its Prime members pick a day of the week to get all your purchases at once. So you can now pick your, what they're branding, Prime Day. I'm sorry, Amazon Day. That's why this is confusing. You you, you can't call it that because there's Prime Day, but this is your Amazon Day. Do I need to redo that, or are we just going to let that happen and just does the audience reaction to what happened? I think we should all just laugh at you at the fact that you made that mistake. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) CJ, silly. Not Prime Day. Uh, So they're saying this is, listen, this is a a goal to go ahead and to stop uh, package theft and shipping waste and kind of get closer to that carbon neutral goal. But I'm surprised they haven't done this years ago. This sounds like a really good idea because sometimes some people put off buying stuff with the two-day shipping because they won't be home or they're kind of worried about the, the, the day of the week in which they'll get it. And uh, this is a good way to kind of, you know, help that out. My question is this. Let's say everybody in your neighborhood just picks Friday, right? Hey, on Friday, I want all my, my Amazon packages. Do you just get backlogged in with a ton of people just getting their the, Amazon? The, the, problem, the problem here isn't, isn't going to be people choosing the same day it's not gonna it's not gonna be on those people the problem is gonna be the ups guy. yeah that's what i'm saying that it's poor ups is gonna be like fuck like right my whole screwed. truck has already always been amazon boxes with a couple of stuff right. put in but now like great josh is doing 20 things now and right. his neighbor's doing let, 20 things and his neighbor let me doing. let me let me pull the dolly out for every goddamn delivery i have to make today <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe we're just not paying our UPS drivers enough. Maybe that's the the bigger problem for this. Why is Josh ordering twenty things in a week? Oh, Toilet dude. papers, food. I assume. I'm sure you're getting some fresh uh, stuff delivered. It's just it's just everyday Amazon showing up. That seems a little excessive, but okay. What? But think about this: this is a hundred million people that are now going to have the ability to choose what day of the week their stuff comes. Like that's that's going to be rough. That's going to be a little crazy. Uh, I mean, Josh, is is this something that you think that you'll use? Is this a good step forward? What what are your thoughts? Uh, well, I no, man, I'm not waiting a week for all my yeah. stuff. That's when I order talk. my shit, I want it now. I want it now. This is America, and I want it now. I just, I just, <laughs> I just ordered uh, a a bulk like a bulk package of two hundred. Uh, you know the the chopsticks that are like the red wrapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just ordered two hundred of those. For funsies? I, make, I mean, yeah. Are no, you I make, are you opening up I a restaurant? My, I use I use chopsticks as a cooking tool. Oh, okay. So, All right, right on. So that's like 
it's it just is i'm always throwing them away i need more chopsticks they're 11 dollars for 200 sets of chopsticks on amazon and I'll, they'll be here before sunday I my need, thing I need is like now. i pay for 48 hour shipping right right but right, let's that's say the reason i have a subscription. but let's say you're going you're going uh you're going on vacation right maybe then i wait until i'm back from vacation to no. order that thing no 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 you just no you do that at ups like you just hold your your delivery yeah you yeah okay so for the less There's savvy people, around this. so what I'm hearing is for the less savvy people who don't know how to do all this, yay, the 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 the, the proles will be able to do that. But for everybody else, this is like stuff you've been doing since you know 2006. That is that what I'm getting at? Sure. I, look, I, if you're okay, if you are such an and friend of the environment that it precludes your need to have your stuff now. This is good. I am not that person. I recycle the boxes that they send to me. That's me doing my part, is recycling seven Amazon boxes a week. And then I grab the stuff that you throw out on the curb, and I reuse <laughs> it a second time. And then I just throw it in the dumpster. We're very, yes, we're, we're very, we're, so our this, carbon how, footprint is very, How much dirty. are you really, really helping the environment? And listener, I know that it is the uh, first Monday of the month, but uh, we are waiting to do the blockbuster for next week. So don't think that we forgot about it. We're uh, we're just because February sucks. It's like short and stupid. Well, this is not a one way conversation. You can obviously find us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Just search that kind of nerd or that kind of nerds podcast on Instagram. Uh, Again, please share this episode with a friend because sharing is the ultimate Internet currency. And we thank you for your donation. Thank you so much again, listener, for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. We will see you next week. Well, welcome to the club because you are that kind of nerd. You don't keep a dictaphone, Barbara. Fix episode 86 summary. The the dictaphone in this case would be me dictaphoning to me. But in yeah, but you should call you should call yourself by a female secretary's name, Karen. I thought we discussed the intense use of caps. Knock it off, Karen. Karen, there are way too many exclamation points in this memo. Please button it up. Commas are not the only way to have a pause, Karen. Karen, can you come here? I saw that you uh, dictate you you had notated the uh, dictation about the exclamation point and added an exclamation point <laughs> to the end of that sentence. Did I literally not just address this, Karen? Semicolon. Control yourself. Oh, God. All right. Uh, the, the Probably the most exciting trailer that we got this week, which was a new Detective Pikachu trailer. We showed off even more Pokemon and uh, just more hilarious. You think this was more exciting than the Hellboy trailer? Or the Dark Phoenix trailer? Uh, to me, yes, because I was, I was, I was. Oh, oh, so you're trying to speak for all three of us? No, no, no I just said it was exciting. It was... When you don't know what the hell either of us think. Josh, was this the most exciting trailer for you this week? I buried the lead a little bit. Yeah, that, yeah that's what I thought. Okay. Let's talk about a trailer <laughs> that occurred this week that some of us may seem to have enjoyed. Well, Take it away, CJ. There's the stinger. So appreciate that. Form like Voltron. Yeah, yeah, form like go. Voltron. Mm. Mm. I like this. We need two more people to form like Voltron. Uh, well, we'll get two more. That's fine. We'll find somebody. Okay. On the street, they just need to operate like maybe like like a uh, the hand. I don't know. You're just just one of the feet. Like no one, no one needs them. Okay. 
Let me ask you, can you do something for me? When you put this shit, like when you put it in here, don't put the IndieWire article. Just put the link to the fucking trailer. That's, oh, yeah, 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 that. Stupid month. It's only 28 days. What are you doing? Well, why don't you just take two of the months that have 31 days and give them to February? I don't know, because then whoever has leap year birthdays would be like, but now I'm not seven. <laughs> Shut up, Jeff. Get out of here. Why don't we just take some of the day, the months that have 31 days and add them to February and make everything 30? Didn't he literally just, just say that. that? He literally just said that. Just said well, those exact I, words. I'm just saying. saying. Whatever. No, what a novel idea, Brian. I'm hey, sorry. Brian, something weird happened to my computer and I tuned out. Brian, do you think it would be like really cool to maybe like make a, a huge uh, cell phone? I think it would be really cool if you ended the show. <laughs>